The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. How to deal with negative friends and family, the people who seem to get in your way or make it difficult for you to get ahead in your business or personal life. Those that seem to criticize and judge all the time and how it affects you. So I think the answers I'm gonna share with you in this episode are maybe not what you'd expect. I think there's a lot of people out there that say, oh, well, don't worry about what they say, just hustle and work really hard and you know, prove them wrong and they're all wrong and get all the negative energy out of your life and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't think that's correct, uh, or at least it's one-sided. Uh, and I've got about 11 things I think can really actually help you. And it's probably not stuff you've been told before. And yes, this is, the, this is the third take in the video if you've been watching. All right, so first things first is um, maybe they care. You know, maybe they just don't know how to articulate it in a supportive way. But if friends and family are saying, wait a minute, that's risky. Or do you really want to go and quit a good job and take all these risks to set up your business when you've got mortgages and mouths to feed? You know, they're probably just sharing the best they know with what they've experienced in their life. So don't rubbish all criticism or any what you perceive to be negativity um, just because, you know, someone voices it uh, in what you perceive to be a way that holds you back because there could be a lot of wisdom in their comment, they could care about you. Okay, they don't know how to articulate it in a way that seems supportive of what you do. Um, and I think often we can perceive that people are holding us back when they're not. They're trying to help. Now, I remember when I first started being a, an entrepreneur, you know, I'd read Rich Dad, Poor Dad and Think and Grow Rich. And I thought I knew everything. And I'm telling everybody, you've got to get into property and you've got to go know the difference between an asset and a liability. And that's a doodad. Don't put your money in that. You know, you don't know the law of compounding and all this kind of stuff. And I must have been the most annoying idiot out there. It must have been so obvious I'd read a couple of books about 10 minutes ago and I didn't know what I was doing. And I probably had this false sort of woo rah rah um, sort of back slapping happiness, um, which I think a lot of people with a bit more wisdom and experience, or who were a bit hardened to the reality of the the world out there, they probably could sense that. So I was as much attracting those comments as you know those comments were directed at me. You know how I perceived to be unfairly. The next thing to learn is just because someone gives you criticism or you know some kind of feedback which isn't fully supportive. Um, it doesn't have to hold you back. You know, like if you need positivity from everyone in your life and you need support from the world in your mission, you're never going to get it. So it's a bit sort of delusional or naive to expect that. And if that derails you and holds you back and, you know, and you sort of take that energy inwards and it stops you, well, then that's a lesson that you need to, you know, to firm up, to develop a bit of a thicker skin, to be more self-motivated. Because usually what happens is the world throws us the challenges we need to learn to grow through them to become a bigger person, um, and to become stronger, to become more resilient. So if on the first day when you start your new career and someone says, oh, be careful, it's risky, you go, oh, my life is over. Well, that's actually a lesson you need to become a little bit more tough because you're going to have way bigger challenges than that. OK, now, sometimes people are just haters and trolls. Um, you know, sometimes there's valuable feedback, but it's not shared in a very nice way. So I would say pick 
the feedback that's relevant to you, pick the useful parts and reject the rest. So literally, like if you were sifting for gold, know how to sift for and find the gold and reject all the other stuff because it's very unlikely you're ever going to get extreme commentary. Um, Okay, let me correct myself. Often you're going to get extreme commentary, but often in extreme commentary, there's going to be some useful feedback and in good feedback, there's going to be some negativity in there or things that hold you back. So the third thing you can do then is use any criticism or negativity as a motivation to succeed. Don't, you know, chuck all your energy out there and be emotional and reactive and, 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 and flippant and flip outing. Um, just simply go, okay, so you've told me I can't succeed. Thank you for giving me motiva- motivation. Okay, you've said it hard, therefore I'm going to prove that um, I can do this. You've said I won't do it, therefore I'm going to prove that I can. And I have this little, little Evernote folder and it's called What They Told Me I Couldn't. And any critic, troll, hater or anything anyone said, Rob, you'll never be able to do that. You're not good enough at that. That's hard. The economy is wrong. You know, blah, blah, blah. That business model doesn't work. You haven't got enough experience. Anytime anyone gives me any of that feedback, I just put their name and what they said in this Evernote folder. And I just check it from time to time. I check it when I'm down and check it when I'm demotivated because I can use that as fuel. I check it when I've had a win just to prove, um, you know, I'm really using it as self-motivation. What I'm not trying to do is change the world or prove to the world or go and shout and rant about it. Or I told you so, or you told me I was wrong and look at me now. I'm just trying to, what I'm trying to do is take all this external energy uh, have have it go inward and then use it internally to motivate me and then put that energy outward, but put that energy to good use. Because often what we do when we get critics, when we get um, you know this negative uh, feedback that we uh, perceive to be negative, we spray it everywhere um, in an in unproductive way. So try and take it in, assimilate it, filter it, stay balanced, and then push that energy back out in a productive way. Because if you go and flip out and react to them, they're going to react back to you. You're going to create this sort of vicious cycle of negativity. You're going to attract other negative people to you and you're going to get the opposite of the results that you're looking for. Okay, the fourth thing then is to don't, don't take it personally. It's never personal. If someone says something negative towards you or what you're doing, they're not really saying it about you. They're saying it about how they perceive what you're doing, who they perceive you are, or the experience they had in their life then projected out into something they see similar in you. So it's rarely, if ever, personal. So don't take it personally. Just simply go, thank you for the feedback. Try and take it for what it is, see the balance in it, and then move forward. Now, also, if you've got a mission and a cause, uh, and you can get derailed with one flippant comment, it proves you're not clear about your mission or you're not strong enough with your volition in it. So it's a test to prove that your mission is right. If when you get this negativity, this criticism, you want to bounce from thing to thing to thing to thing, it probably proves that the thing you're on, the path you're on, isn't right because you shouldn't be um, derailed so easily. Okay, um, and, and I've got a note, notes here, by the way, because I want to make sure I am being linear and not um, tangential with my commentary. Uh, so some of these I might be repeating. Use it as practice to build a thicker skin to, because you're going to develop more critics and more haters. If you think you've got a lot of it when you start, when you've got a million or a billion pound company or you're a big name or a social media influencer or a celebrity, you're going to have it 10 or 100 times more and worse from people who don't know you, who judge you with no face, with a fake profile, who are going to be vexatious and vicious and cruel to you. So if you want a nice bit of practice on how to deal with that when it comes, then get it from friends and family, when to be honest, it's a bit weak and lukewarm and cuddly and not really that bad.
Okay, so if you've got friends and family around you who you need in part of your mission, you know, maybe they're going to be partners, maybe they're going to finance it, maybe they're in-laws or parents or family who you actually need to be supportive. The way that you deal with, you know, their fear, if you like, which it often is, is to find out their values and what's most important to them in their life and then sell what you're doing and why you're doing it on their values. So let's say you've got a partner and they're a bit worried about you leaving a job and leaving guaranteed income. And let's say you knew that the most important thing to them was freedom. You say, look, the reason I'm taking this risk is because I want us to be free because at the moment we're not free. Yeah, we're covering our mortgage, but we're not free. We are controlled. Um, you know, we are at risk. I could get made redundant. I need to take control for us so that we are free. Uh, and if your partner's highest value is freedom, that they're, gonna, they, they're going to accept that, or at least you're going to do your best to get them to accept it as much as they can. Now, if they really care and they're supportive, they will support you. But when people say that and then go and do what they want, when they want, with no regard for their friends or their family, then I think that's a little bit delusional or selfish. So you've got to balance having supportive people around you who will follow you on your mission, but you've got to care enough about them to package your mission as it serves and suits them as well. Because imagine this situation, which I've seen a thousand times. You know, you have a normal life. You've got a normal job. Someone met you, you know, your friends, your family. They knew you. They raised you as you are. And then one day, because of my podcast or some of my courses or a personal development book that you read, you've decided to completely change your life and, and completely undermine and rewrite everything you ever did and everyone you ever were. That is going to be scary for everyone that knows you. So if you honour and respect that and package in a way what you're doing that also meets their needs, then you will get as much support as you can. And the people that love for you and care about you, they will follow you. And it's also a good filter because those that don't and won't and reject you would have rejected you anyway. And the way you find out their values is you simply ask them what's most important to you in your life. Mum, dad, honey, friend, family, what's most important to you in your life? Uh, well, security is most important to me. Okay, so the reason I'm taking this risk in the short term, and yeah, you know, I'm going, it's going to be hard work for me for a while, and there are, I might have a bit of a loss of income, but I want us to have long-term security. I'll never have long-term security doing what I'm doing, a normal you, um, but, you know, if we just tighten our belts for 6 to 12 to 18 months, we will have long-term security forever from passive income from assets. So you simply um, reframe their objection on its head um, by matching it to their values. OK, um, you cannot blame people around you for being apprehensive when you go through this big lobotomy and this change and you, it's almost like you're a different person. Um, you know, it's a test of your will, your desire. And if you're on the right mission and path, don't be cocky about it. Now, often when we've learned this new thing and we think we know everything, um, because I remember in the early days when I knew a little and that is dangerous. You know, they say that, um, you know, knowing a little bit is dangerous because you think you know a lot. And I certainly was a bit cocky. I certainly was a bit mouthy. I was a bit direct. I, I, I kind of because I'd learned this new thing that I was excited about. I was almost making everything else that the world did wrong. Uh, and, you know, when you hear people say, oh, well, if you're employed or if you have a job, you're a loser. Um, you know, employees are turkeys and entrepreneurs are eagles. Do you want to fly with the eagles or gobble with the turkeys? I hate that uh, because actually we all have a place. Entrepreneur, entrepreneur or employee. And some of us aren't made for being entrepreneurs, just like some of us aren't made for being employees. So I respect everyone. But in the early days, I think I only really respected who I was or what I was learning. Um, and that's a bit dismissive and, you know, a bit crude. So still respect everyone else's choices. Show that you care about them. 
And, you know, what a lot of people do in their mission and their, their new skill or vocation is they go about it really loudly. <laughs> you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I've learned this, I know this, I'm the best, you're the worst, this is the best, that's the worst. Don't do that. Go about it really quietly. Put all your energy and loudness into the thing that you're doing that you want to succeed in and succeed quietly. You know, they say the best form of revenge is success. So don't get revenge by shouting, screaming, punching, kicking, squealing. Get revenge by putting really good focused attention into the thing that you're doing. Become so successful at that and then just smile. You don't even have to say anything. You just have to go, check this out. Thank you for your feedback. In fact, you motivated me. So thank you. Okay. Now, if I've said all of this and you still have a lot of energy, hating, uh, a lot of um, distraction from friends and family and you just can't get over how much they're holding you back, then limit your time with them. Now, of course, friends who have been, you've known for your whole life, family who are very close, husbands, wives, children, parents, you know, love your family, but you can choose your friends. So you can now start selecting a more empowered, empowering network of people who are on a similar mission. We're all doing that anyway. If you hang around with people socially, if you hang around with people because you for hobbies, or if you hang around with colleagues at work or your business, we are, we're attracted to people that are like us. So it's okay to carry on doing that and have old groups that you don't have anything sort of... Um, in common with, you're, you're allowed to move away from them. You, know, you don't owe anyone any false loyalty and move towards new groups with common interests. Um, and those that you, you know, you're through blood uh, and long-term relationships you're kind of stuck with, if, if you like, or you don't want to get rid of them, but limit your time with them or only have social time with them. Now, I, I, I developed this little trick purely accidentally through getting annoyed about it, but not wanting to argue with my family. But I've got a couple of close members of my family who I really love. But, you know, they were a little bit negative-y or, you know, like, I'm one that if I'm around positive people, it lifts me up. But if I'm around people who are a bit moany, it kind of sucks me down. Now, the lesson for me in that was I have to develop my internal motivation and not get affected by other people's mood. I don't know if you can relate to that where you get really affected by other people's mood, but I needed to learn to affect my own mood and not have other people's moods affect me. But, you know, when, when I'm with a lot of people um, who I love and care about and I'm sort of stuck there in family days or um, reunions or whatever, what I used to do is just um, limit the amount of that that I would allow them to project onto me. So as soon as they start, wah, 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 isn't it a lovely day? Tell me something great you've done this week. And I'd interrupt them with positivity. I was probably really annoying, but I didn't care. I didn't want this in my life. So I'd let, I'll have a small amount. And then when I got to my limit, I'd either get out and go and walk into a different room or I'd interrupt them with positivity. I'd kill them with kindness. And I'd keep changing the subject of the conversation back into a more empowering way. So I call it interrupting with happiness. Okay, so some of you are just joining the live. Also, I get a lot of feedback on the audio podcast that people like the summaries. So I'm going to summarize it. So the surprising things about how to deal with negativity and people who are holding you back. Most people say, oh, well, welcome, you know, or just go and do whatever you want and get rid of all, your, all the negative people in your life. I say that's one-sided feedback and not necessarily good advice. So here are some things you can do. Here's the summary of the last 15 minutes I've just done. Number one, they might have good feedback that you can learn. So take a balanced view and learn from them, as well as getting rid of the things that don't um, empower you or give you energy. Number two, they might actually care, but that's the way that they articulate it because they don't know any other way. So actually, if you care to listen and they're care caring to say, you could actually learn something valuable or maintain a good balanced relationship with them. 
Three, pick the useful bits, you know, the, the bits that are constructive within the, uh, the overall negativity and reject the rest. And that takes balanced wisdom to be able to take all the stuff around it that isn't empowering, that makes you feel bad and not take it personally and just move it aside and pick out the bits of gold within it. The fourth thing you can do is you use it as motivation to succeed. So you take it all in, you smile, you thank them for the feedback, you don't respond. There's energy in there though, because you're like, oh, why are you little? And then you take the energy and you put it into your mission and your cause, into your strategy. Uh, and that energy is very productive um, if you hone it well. Number five, never take it personally. It's never about you. It's always about they tried it before. It didn't work for them. You know, it's just the way they articulate it. They've got um, sort of hang ups or, you know, it's just a difference of perception. So never take it personally. It's never about you. It's always about them. Um, the next thing is use this gentle negativity, because let's be honest, if you've got negativity and criticism from friends and family, they're still friends and family. They might say some stuff that's not very nice or whatever, but it's not going to be that hard. But when you're a celebrity with 50 million followers on Instagram, you're going to get vitriol and vicious hatred and trolling on a level you would have never even seen before. Now, if you break with a few little wahs from your friends, you're never going to succeed at a bigger level. So see it as practice as developing a thicker skin for rejection, which you're going to need when you become more successful. Um, the next thing is find out their values and what's most important to them and then package what you're doing to sell, to meet their values. Because if it's friends and family you care about that you don't want to disown, because a lot of people say, oh, just get rid of anyone in your life that's negative. You can't do that. It's impossible because people will always re-manifest into your life who are negative because there's lessons in there you need to grow to become strong. Now, some people you do have to eject and reject. You know, like I said, critics, trolls, haters, people who, you know, like I've got hang-ups or hatred. Um, but some you need people around you that are going to give you feedback that you don't like. You, you don't want yes, Rob, no, Rob people around you. And my wife and my MD and my business partner are all quite... They pick out a lot of the challenges, the difficulties, the drawbacks and the weaknesses in me. If I want a bit of love or support or for someone to tell me I've done really well, I don't go to them. Uh, and it's funny how I've attracted these people into my life. And in the early days, I was like, how have I attracted all of these kind of people into my life? But I need these people in my life to keep me grounded. And without them, I'd be like a helium balloon that you let go of. And I just go up and 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 up into the clouds and have zero grounding in real reality of life. Okay. You can't blame them for being apprehensive or worried about the crazy mission that you're going into because they knew you your whole life for your old you. So you can't blame them for being like, what's, your, what's Rob up to? What crazy mission is he, is he on now? Now, most entrepreneurs try a million things and fail at a lot of things before they succeed. So you can't blame people for going, oh, here Rob goes again off on another crazy idea. Um, so don't blame them. Just thank them for the feedback. Take on the useful feedback. Smile. Move on. Thanks for the feedback. Smile. Change the conversation. Thanks for the feedback. Smile. Move into a different room. Thanks for the feedback. Smile. Go into a different conversation. That is often the best way to deal with this. Now, also remember that all this energy that you put out is going to come back to you. So if you get negativity and criticism come to you and you spit it back, you will get more of it back. If you take all the negativity and criticism, you take it in and you put it out towards a worthy mission or you're grateful and thankful and you smile, you're going to attract more positivity into your life. I got a bit cocky, a bit flippant, a bit like, look at me and look at what I'm doing. You're a loser. I'm a winner. You shouldn't be an em employee. You should be an entrepreneur. You do this. You're lame. You do this. You're brilliant. Look at me. Well, I've read two books. I know everything. So be careful not to come across like that. You might not even mean to. I didn't mean to. I'm sure I was just overexcited. And overexcitability can sometimes be a, a downer um, or at least it can just give the wrong impression to other people out there that you're being in their face um, as I can be from time to time. Okay, um, and then finally, if 
you're still really struggling with people and they're really, really holding you back. Limit the time with them. Interrupt them with happiness. Don't put up with all of this draining energy for those that just seem to attract it and they're like this sort of negative, this black hole vacuum. All right, thanks for tuning in. I hope you found this useful. Please share this with anyone who you think struggling alone, seems to attract negativity, seems to be a bit self-defeated or think that life's really hard or that they're very unlucky. Not for us to try and go, look at you, you're a loser, but actually for us to try and maintain balance and help each other and support each other. The support you get, you need, but the criticism and the challenge you get, you also need to have a balanced, if you had no support, Sorry, no criticism, no challenge, no haters and no trolls. You would just go and make flippant decisions that would be bad for you, bad for your family, bad for your customers and clients. So we need this balance, even though if in the moment it feels like it drains us. Uh, And one final thing is, I know we can all, especially entrepreneurs, um, be a real, be energy junkies and we really feed off energy. And so if we get really good energy and positive people around us, that can really motivate us and make us grow. Because if we get that restricting, negative, critical energy, that can make us sort of, it can just... Mm. Uh, and sort of stop us in our tracks. And so if you can learn to be self-motivated rather than externally motivated, that's going to be very empowering for you in your life because you can basically turn it on whenever you need in a balanced way. All right, thanks for tuning in. Remember, I'm speaking fast. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.